Security light at Costco. Oh, hello. It's Monday. No, 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 no. We got to keep this music up for just a second because it's like bizarro freaking world out there. All right, now we're good. How you doing? Garrett Lewis with you. It is your morning ritual. KNSTAM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, holy smokes. I mean, there's like 4,000 things that I think you need to know. We'll start with this one. Uh, A new accuser. The New Yorker has a story of a new accuser. Claims that uh, Brett Kavanaugh showed his junk to her or something like that. Of course, the, the, the key part of the story is that there is nobody to actually corroborate it or confirm it, which means it's not a story. Matter of fact, there were several people that deny it ever actually happened, including the witness's best friend. But hey, let's just ruin someone's life, because that's what we do in America now, right? That's what we do. Insane. Insane. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, Christine Ford, the original accuser, apparently I guess she and Kavanaugh are going to testify on on Thursday. I've had enough of this stuff, haven't you? I'm glad Kavanaugh's putting the work in to fight the good fight of this garbage that's going on. Uh, now, her story's falling apart, too, because now she has named a third person as a witness. And, of course, that third person has also denied the story ever happening. Just small detail again, right? Is the media telling you that? Are they? Probably not. Third thing I think you need to know, you had to know this was true, right? New study by Yale. Two Yale professors and an instructor at MIT said, you know that whole lie the media gives you, 11 million illegal aliens? It's been like 11 million for the past like 13 years. It's actually, they said, 22.1 million illegal aliens that are actually here. You know how much money that costs us? Hundreds of billions of dollars every year. There's a fair study, $135 billion. $135 billion a year in everything that we give to them, incarceration, medical stuff, uh, schooling, uh, food stamps, whatever, you name it. That's all it is. Because, you know, well, food, they can't get food stamps. Do you know at DES offices and other places, they're actually not allowed to ask about anybody's legal status? Can't ask. Nice, huh? Three things I think you need to know. Um, huh. Whoa. Okay, you know what? I was going to talk about that guy. Leave that up there. You got it. Before we get to the, the this, this no, another BS story about Kavanaugh, and I have a soundbite that is the most important thing you're going to hear all day long. But I saw a tweet over the weekend. Matt Schlapp. Matt Schlapp, the American Conservative Union president. Matt Schlapp. This is the guy that's like the main guy behind CPAC, all that stuff. Matt Schlapp. You've probably seen him before on the cable news shows. You know, he's usually one of the dudes in a box. Uh, Matt Schlapp tweeted out that Jeff Flake was holding up things. He was the one Republican. Nobody else. He was the one Republican holding up stuff. When it came to Kavanaugh. That guy. Right. That guy. So he said Flake is though. I'm he said I'm hearing Flake is the one guy that's holding that that one Republican that is that is not on board. Well, as another reporter tweeted out, Jeff Flake, who has been going along with Democrats' efforts to delay testimony from Kavanaugh's accuser, is preparing to vote present on Kavanaugh when his nomination comes to a vote in the Senate Judiciary Committee per sources. But Flake responded, jerk Jeff Flake, said, your sources are not accurate. I will not be voting present. 
Well, will you be voting, Jeff? I'm not sure yet. Blah, 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 blah. Why is he getting paid? Because he's there till January. Well, the end of December. And then somebody else will get in there, thank goodness. But who knows who that's going to be. Anyway, so, yeah. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Flake. Matt Schlapp tweeted out Saturday. I'm told that Jeff Flake is the only Republican causing problems for Kavanaugh. He's gone from conservative champion to roadblock. Was he ever conservative champion? Again, that's what's funny. Jeff Flake thinks he's a conservative. This guy is actually... The American Conservative Union president, CPAC, everything. So that guy is calling out Jeff Flake for being a complete and total fraud. Uh, Jerk to boot. Jerk to boot, which is nice, right? So here we go. This is incredible stuff. Uh, Apparently nowadays in America, you can literally say anything you want about a person. Anything you want. And as long as it's going to benefit one political party more than the other, the Democrats more than the Republicans, the media will believe it. And Democrats will believe it, and you could literally destroy someone based on zero evidence. Like nothing. Zero, zip, zilch. Okay? Uh, there's so much to go with this. Now, this is what's great. Did you hear about this? 53-year-old registered Democrat, Deborah Ramirez. Deborah Ramirez studied sociology and psychology at Yale University with Brett Kavanaugh. She told The New Yorker, Ronan Farrow, some other lady you're going to hear was the uh, co-author of the article. Um, so she, she contacted, or she, she was uh, contacted by The New Yorker, but you got you to hear the background of that whole situation. Anyway, apparently this woman, Deborah Ramirez, says she's not politically motivated. Of course, she works toward human rights, social justice, and social change. Beautiful, right? The New Yorker reports in her initial conversations with the New Yorker, she was reluctant to characterize Kavanaugh's role in the alleged incident with certainty. After six days of carefully assessing her memories, six days, and consulting with her attorney, which is a Democrat, used to be an AG, a Democratic AG in Colorado, given by the Democrats, by the way, right? You have that? After six days and consulting with a Democratic attorney, She said she felt confident enough of her recollections to say she remembers Kavanaugh exposed himself at a drunken dorm party, thrust his penis in her face, caused her to touch it without her consent as she pushed him away. Can she describe the penis? Yeah. This sounds familiar. Uh Again, the, yeah. Didn't this happen already? Michael Jackson. Bill Clinton. So Ramirez, who? Yeah, Ramirez's lawyer Stanley Garnett is a former Democratic district attorney in Boulder, like I told you. Ramirez is now calling for an FBI investigation. I mean, again, you, this is not something for the FBI to investigate. The, the local police at the time would do that kind of investigation. The FBI doesn't do this stuff. This is so dumb. Now you ready for the best part? The New Yorker adds Ramirez acknowledged there are significant gaps in her memories of the evening and that if she ever presents her story to the FBI or members of the Senate, she will inevitably be, inevitably be pressed on her motivation for coming forward after so many years and question about her memory given her drinking at the party. So apparently she was stone cold drunk at the party. And then the New Yorker admits it has not confirmed with other eyewitnesses that Kavanaugh was even present at the party. Yeah. Ramirez claims the incident happened at a party when she and Brett Kavanaugh were both freshmen at Yale at a suite at Lawrence Hall. It was a drinking game taking place. Mike, I remember playing drinking games when I was in college. I don't. <laughs> you had good ones, didn't you? Mm-hmm, you had good right. ones. Ramirez said she quickly became drunk 
adding she later ended up on the floor in a foggy state and slurring words, slurring her words. By the way, that that is a dy- nothing like, hey, can you remember 30-something years ago when you were like so drunk you were on the floor slurring your words? Can you remember exactly what happened? Yes, yes, I can. Yeah. Ramirez apparently was near a male student, and she asked the New Yorker not to publish the identity of that male and another male who she claims pointed a gag plastic penis at her. Wait a second. 18-year-olds in college, getting drunk, having fun, making fun of each other? No way. And by the way, nobody even knows that this has even happened. Ramirez claims a third male student who she says is Brett Kavanaugh exposed himself to her. I guess she could say that with certainty, even though she once again was on the floor in a foggy state slurring her words. Quote, I remember a penis in front of my face. Wouldn't she remember three then? Like, wouldn't... <laughs> Seriously, like, you know what? Uh, who's counting? Pick the, well, pick the penis. In the, you know, when you get drunk, there's, you know, whatever. I don't. Tell us some more. Tell us about these times where you got drunk and saw three. You saw you see three. Wieners three. In no, not that. Not what? me. Oh. So she remembers. She said, quote, I remember a penis being in front of my face. By the way, what if you like you're her kid? You got to read a quote from your mom saying that. I knew that's not what I wanted, even in that state of mind. She recalls saying, quote, that's not a real penis. And she wasn't going to touch a penis until she was married. Yet she was on the floor. Foggy state of mind, slurring her words. Okay. She claims Kavanaugh was laughing and heard someone in her drunken state yell, Brett Kavanaugh just put his penis in Debbie's face. It was his full name. Hmm. The, uh, the allegations really caused Kavanaugh to respond. He said, this alleged event from 35 years ago didn't happen. The people who knew me then know this didn't happen. They've said so. Blah, blah, blah. There are actually people that have come forward that say also this is not true. This is not true. So once again, we have another uncorroborated, unconfirmed story. But here we go. You want to hear the people that say it's not true? Hmm. After being coached by a, a lawyer for uh, that's a democratically elected, a former democratically elected local official there up in uh, Boulder, Colorado. Anyway. Uh, individuals, she said, were present at the time, deny her accusations. According to the New Yorker, quote, one of her, one of the male classmates who Ramirez said egged on Kavanaugh denied any memory of the party. Quote, I don't think Brent would flash, uh, Brent would flash himself to Debbie or anyone for that matter. A second person that this Ramirez said was an eyewitness said, quote, I have no recollection. The New Yorker again admits it hasn't confirmed with other eyewitnesses that Kavanaugh was present at the party. Let's go with it anyway. You what? Here's the best one. You ready? Four Yale grads who were friends with both Kavanaugh and this Debbie Ramirez said with confidence if the episode ever occurred, they would have seen or heard about it, and we did not. It would be completely out of character for Brett. And the first Ramirez said anything about it was when Kavanaugh was nominated for Supreme Court. Oh, isn't that funny? Here is a a, a woman who went to both Debbie Ramirez's and Brett Kavanaugh's wedding. Quote, This is a woman I was best friends with. We shared intimate details of our lives, and I was never told this story by her or by anyone else. It never came up. I didn't see it. I never heard of it happening. So let's let's recap, shall we, very quickly. Then we got to go to break. 
you had 65 women sign off on a letter claiming that Brett Kavanaugh is a good guy. All this stuff Christine Ford said, not true. We also have four, if you want to count Brett Kavanaugh, four eyewitnesses, according to Christine Ford, that deny her story. Not one person can come forward and actually say it's true. But four that said, she said, I was there. No, this never happened. Didn't happen. Four dispute that. Now, this other lady comes forward. And nobody can confirm or corroborate her story. But as a matter of fact, people are actually saying it's not true. Even her best friend. We were best friends. Not true. Yet, what's the media narrative? This guy's terrible. He's a rapist. He's this. What? What is going on? You know, when we get back, we'll play for you a soundbite. That is just uh, out of this world. How did this lady come forward? This is the biggest key, I think. I mean, aside, there's so many big keys, but this is unbelievable. How she came forward. How did they find out about her story? Wait until you hear that. It is that incredible. It, it's When I saw that this morning, it happened this morning. Ronan Farrow was on a, a, a news show, shockingly enough. And he admitted exactly where he got it from. Oh, boy. And how this, how she was found, this lady. That's coming up. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Hey. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. 632 Garrett Lewis with you here on KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Uh, it's still warm, 78, kind of muggy outside right now. It's humid. It's about 68% humidity outside. Oh, 62%. I don't want to be incorrect. 62%. Fake news. Fake news. It's all there for you. It's supposed to be 94 and mostly sunny today, though. You are fake news. Thank you, Don. All right, uh, let's go to this real quick because we went a little bit long, but that's because it, it's just so many good things. Ronan Farrow was one of the co-authors that broke this story about this woman that claims that Kavanaugh did this, despite the fact that nobody could actually confirm the story or back it up. I have more on that coming up, which is great. What do you hear what the New York Times said about that? We'll do that after the news. But I want you to hear Ronan Farrow on with George Stephanopoulos this morning on Good Morning America on how this woman, how her story was found. Listen to this. Why did she come forward? She came forward because Senate Democrats began looking at this claim. She did not flag this for those Democrats. This came to her, to the attention of people on the Hill independently. And it's Pause really it. cornered her. Did into you hear an... that? Did you hear that? Go back almost to the beginning. Just to be right there. Yeah. Why'd she come forward? Here we go. She came forward because Senate Democrats began looking at this claim. She did not flag this oh. for those Democrats. This came to her, to the attention of people on the Hill independently. And it's really cornered her into an awkward position. That's why she took time to think about this carefully. You know, she said point blank, I don't want to ruin anyone's life, mm. um, but she feels this is a serious claim. Um, you know, she considers her own memories credible, and she felt it was important that she tell her story before others did without her consent, because so many people on the Hill were looking you at You pointed story. out. So many. So, so they went looking for someone. This is just typical stuff. Now, why is this all happening? Is it because Kavanaugh's a jerk? No. Again, there's no actual confirmation. There's no, nobody can say these things are true. Matter of fact, I'll get a, a quote from Mika's face coming up, as well as the, what the New York Times said about this, which is incredible. Um, the reason this is happening is the Supreme Court, they're back in session October 1st. They want to make sure they don't get the extra person, the fifth conservative on there to make it a 5-4 court. That's all this is about. 
And that's where they're delaying and delaying and delaying and delaying. A week from today, Supreme Court's supposed to be back in session. Wait till you hear what Mika's face said. And what the New York Times, they said, we investigated these claims from this woman, Deborah Ramirez, the latest accuser, the second accuser. Wait till you hear what their report was. That's coming up right now on KNST. It's Fox. Yes, 641. Thank you for hanging out. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, New Yorker comes out with a story with this new lady. Claims, Brett showed me his penis. Of course, there are literally zero corroborating witnesses. And a best friend said we shared intimate details of our lives and it never came up. Nope, never, never. So another story of uh, that's put out there with no actual witnesses saying, yes, this is true. Just accusations. Yeah, media wants to hang this dude. By the way, Trump came out this morning um, and said that he is sticking. Uh, his support, he's, 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 he's sticking with Kavanaugh. He's continuing to support Kavanaugh. Second thing that I think you need to know, Christine Ford is going to testify Thursday, as will Kavanaugh. And her story is falling apart even more. Now we're up to the fourth witness that she said was there that says this never happened. Do you know how many people that, sh- that actually back up her claim? Once again, zero. This is like the biggest deal. Zero. Craziness, isn't it? Third thing I think you need to know, new study from Yale University working with an MIT instructor says it's not 11 million illegals that are living in America. It's 22.1 million illegals that are living in America. As a matter of fact, 2,000 more just got stopped in three days. 2,000 tried crossing the border down to the Rio Grande Valley, the same border crossing area. 2,000 in three days. Not an invasion, though, right? Just let them all in. Oh, yeah, why not? Why not? Three things I think you need to know. All right, so this is, you ready for this? There's a story from the New York Times. And, of course, this part is only about halfway through, and it's a pretty big story. Uh, Christine Blasey Ford reaches deal to testify Kavanaugh hearing. That's the story came out yesterday. New York Times, it goes through, she wanted to testify, it goes through the allegations thrown at Kavanaugh by this Deborah or Debbie Ramirez, all this stuff, right? And about halfway into the story, guess what the New York Times put down? You ready for it? Hold on to your hats. It says here, the Times had interviewed several dozen people over the past week in an attempt to corroborate her story, meaning the Ramirez story, and could find no one with firsthand knowledge. Ms. Ramirez herself contacted former Yale classmates asking if they recalled the incident and told some of them that she could not be certain Mr. Kavanaugh was the one who exposed himself. I'm glad the New York Times did that. To me, that should be like the lead part of the story. Why waste the time with the whole story if none of it may be true? Again, she contacted former Yale classmates asking if they recalled the incident, told some of them she couldn't be certain that Kavanaugh was the one who exposed himself. I'm just wondering how much more do we need to deal with this crap? But you know what? It might get old to you and me, but you got to stick with it, man, because the Democrats just don't stop. They just don't stop with this garbage. And they sought her out. That Ronan Farrow soundbite is just priceless. Well, you know, they, they went to her. They wanted to get someone there, blah, blah, blah. By the way, you getting this anywhere else? That's why you listen to this show, right? Now, throw me up over there, Ryan, if you don't mind. Mika's face said something very interesting just a few minutes ago, right? 
even the media, as much as they're saying this is terrible, this Kavanaugh guy's a train wreck, not a train wreck, but the train wreck is, is the train wreck is the media. That the media is literally saying this guy's guilty based on what two people said without anybody actually confirming what they said is true. How would, by the way, how would you like this if this happened to you? If somebody said that you raped somebody, you showed your junk to someone, and your boss is like, listen, I was told that you showed your junk to someone. And you're like, but it's not true, never happened. Well, I was told that. Well, does anybody else actually say it's true? What if these two people just don't like me? Doesn't matter. You're gone. You're fine. You'd say, what the hell's going on here, right? What's going on? So Mika's face, I think she's trying to save some of her face. Listen to what Mika said coming up here. You might up over there. Ready? Listen to this. It's not just Twitter. It's it's the media that's in a very serious position right now. Um, and if you watch, you know, 24 hour coverage of the story, you may see four or five analysts in a row being brought on to convict Judge Kavanaugh. Um, there's a need for balance here because the more that you put one mm-hmm. side on or if you have a focus group with Republican operatives in it, you know, uh, pushing the other side of the story, there are allegations here. They are not proven. Um, there oh. is the law and there is a push for an investigation. These are the parts that we need to report. But if we're not careful, if the media as a whole is not careful covering yeah. the story, we're feeding into that very negative narrative that President Trump himself really uh, drums up in his base. And that is fake news oh. right now. All we have are two serious accusations that are not proven. Is that fair? Am I correct? Wow. Welcome to the party, Mika's face. I hope you didn't just drive off the road when you heard that, right? Are you as shocked as me? It took her that long to realize this? All we have are two serious accusations that are not proven. Oh. Hello. No kidding. Yes, that is all you have. That's it. Nothing else. What else can be said? 880-KNST, 880-5678. So the president came out this morning and said, listen, I support Kavanaugh. These accusations, they're baseless. There's nothing to them. I, I get it. And there really isn't anything to them. Again, these are just people that just said this stuff. Now, remember this too. This is another key detail. Kavanaugh said, I'll be there to testify whenever you want. I want to clear my name. This is crazy. He has two young girls. He has a wife. So he's sitting there saying, I'm going to make sure that I'm not getting smeared here. This is not good. And he was willing to get up there right away. Yet, Christine Ford, who made these crazy accusations, who, again, nobody can actually prove anything. She wouldn't even respond to requests to go testify, to talk. She still has demands. And oh, 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 there's more. There's more. So she claims that Kavanaugh, remember, let's go back to Christine Ford. Kavanaugh was drunk in high school and like got up on her and like groped her. Kavanaugh denies that happened. He's a, he was a witness to the whole situation. Patrick Smith, she calls him PJ, former high school classmate, denied actually going to the party where Christine Ford says, P.J. Smith was there. He can back me up. He said, no, I was not actually there. Didn't see it. Mark Judge, she claims Mark Judge was in the room and knocked Brett Kavanaugh off of her. He says, no, I didn't because it never happened. Never happened. And now a lifelong friend of Christine Ford. You ready for this? You probably didn't hear of it because the media doesn't want to really talk about it as much. 
a woman named Leland, Leland Ingham Kaiser, lifelong friend of Christine Ford. Christine's like, well, Leland saw it. Well, apparently she denies it ever happened as well. Do you remember Bob Beckel from Fox News? He was on the five and stuff like that. He's he was kind of he got kicked off because he cursed too much. He had his own demon stuff like that, but he's a big time lefty guy. And he was part, you know, he played that role. Um, That's his ex-wife. So she's not a she's not a righty. I'll tell you that it says here um, an attorney for Leland Kaiser. Put out a, a, a statement. Ms. Leland Kaiser has engaged me in a limited capacity to address your request for information in the email below. Simply put, Ms. Kaiser does not know Mr. Kavanaugh, and she has no recollection of ever being at a party or gathering where he was present with or without Dr. Ford. Ms. Kaiser hopes this information is helpful to your investigation. I'm available for any further questions you may have. Sincerely, uh, the attorney. So her attorney says she doesn't even know Kavanaugh. No recollection of ever being at a party. Or gathering where he was present. Yet, Christine Ford said, oh, my friend Leland was there. And she's like, no, I wasn't. Don't even know the guy. Don't say that. So that's now four witnesses that have denied her story. Nobody can confirm the Yale chick story. Am I the only one that finds this to be a bit insane? I mean, I can't be, right? I don't think you're really being sensitive to Blasey Ford's situation. Not even sensitive. We're just saying exactly what it is. I mean, again, I look at this and I say... What the hell's wrong with people? Do you know what they're counting on? I know what they're counting on. They're counting on people not knowing, just reading a headline, mm-hmm. doing the drive-by thing that Rush says. Mm-hmm. I just keep seeing these stories about this Kavanaugh guy being a perv and a this and a that. You can't have that guy in the Supreme Court because then pollsters call. What do you think about Kavanaugh? Well, yeah, I don't want a guy like that on there. Because they don't know. They're not even paying attention, which is why not everybody should vote. It's cool. It's all right. If you're not paying attention, fine. Don't screw up my life. Stay home. It's as simple as that. So we're now at four, four, that four witnesses that deny this party even actually happened from Christine Ford. So when does Grassley um, grow a set of ovaries and move on and has, has mm-hmm. the vote? That's, uh, when does this happen? Well, maybe Friday, maybe Friday, because Thursday they're going to have them in. And uh, listen, I can't imagine this actually goes well. I can only imagine what they're hoping for is that... Um, they can somehow skew the Democrats and and Christine Ford can can make the Republicans that ask her questions about this seem mean. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Seem mean. Grow a pair of ovaries mm-hmm. and get the job done. For yeah. once, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and here's what's crazy. What? So this is all about the voters, okay? Voters elect a president. The president gets to pick who he wants on the Supreme Court, who he or, he or she wants on the Supreme Court. That's how it works. This whole process of advise and consent. The Senate asks questions, they interview the guy or the girl, whatever it might be, just to make sure they're not an idiot. Now, they might not agree with their political beliefs, their ideology, and that's okay. It's not up to them. Elections have consequences. Obama won. He put Sotomayor... And he put uh, Kagan on there. By the way, Kagan actually said great things about Brett Kavanaugh. They worked together. So that's what happens. People gave Republicans a hard time, and I get it, and I was too. And when Sotomayor, we pointed all the bad things about Sotomayor and Kagan. But you know what? They were qualified to be a judge, a justice on the Supreme Court. 
We didn't like how they were going to rule, their thought process, but they were qualified. Kavanaugh's qualified. You may not agree with it, but you know what? Trump won the election. If Hillary would have won, you would have been the other way. That's just all this is about. You're not supposed to be able to just stop it unless the person's a flat-out moron. This this is so... You know what? I, I just hope that enough people see this. Like, if you're a Democrat, you should be embarrassed by this. They're turning a, a sacred thing, a great thing that we have in this country, into a freaking circus, man. I mean, it's just... It's that it's that incredible. It's 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 insane. Anyway, you think uh, Ginsburg had this much opposition when Chester None A. Arthur did. put her up? Not the Chester A. Do you know that when Sandra Day O'Connor uh, was nominated, she was confirmed ninety-nine to zero? Wow! Because that's how it is. As long as you're not a doofus, do you know there are two positions if you're going to be a judge where you don't have to, where you don't have to be a lawyer, you don't have to go to law school, Justice of the Peace, Supreme Court. What am I doing here? I, I learned that from a friend of mine. <laughs> I learned that from a friend of mine. Very smart guy who's a lawyer. Ron Zach, he heard that. Zach and Schmitz. Anyway, we'll continue. 654, we get your comments. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating time. Oh, I'm glad you're here. It's 707. It's Monday, September 24th. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, a new accuser, Brett Kavanaugh. New Yorker had this story over the weekend. A lady uh, said she went to Yale, freshman, with Kavanaugh. She said that Kavanaugh showed it to her. He took it out. Of course, nobody can confirm this. The New Yorker tried to confirm it. The New York Times tried to confirm it. They couldn't get anybody to corroborate this Debbie Ramirez's story. And then she even admitted, you know, I was really drunk when this happened, and I was passed out on the floor, and I was slurring my speech, and I can't even say for sure that it was Brett Kavanaugh. But you know what? He did it. I, you can't make up that stuff. Trump this morning said he is standing by Kavanaugh. This is ridiculous. Second thing I think you need to know, the other accuser, Christine Kavanaugh, her story is falling apart even more quickly. Another witness that she claims saw everything that was a friend of hers denied it. That's right. We're now up to three people plus Brett Kavanaugh who said this party, I was never at this party. Not there. No. Give me a break. The latest witness, Leland Ingham Kaiser, says she has no recollection of ever being at a party with Brett Kavanaugh, doesn't know Brett Kavanaugh, and she's a lifelong friend of Christine Blasey Ford. So you have Mark Judge, Patrick P.J. Smith, Leland Kaiser, all witnesses in the eyes of Christine Ford that have all said this never happened. Whoops. Third thing I think you need to know Crazy report, incredible report, disappointing report by Yale University. Two Yale University professors say this whole myth that the media is telling you and and, and Democrats that there are 11 million illegal aliens living here. There's actually 22.1 million illegal aliens living here. That's a big deal, isn't it? That's a big matzo ball out there. Three things I think you need to know. So let me just play for you one more time. Ronan Farrow. Ronan Farrow. Do I have the... I don't think I have the prep. It's okay. No, I don't. You never gave it to me. Ronan Farrow. It's okay. Yeah, I didn't. Exactly. Fake news. Hey, you stop. Corroborate that. So Ronan Farrow is one of the co-authors that actually um, that actually wrote this story for the New Yorker where they said, this lady is accusing Kavanaugh of this, and we can't find anybody to actually back up her claims. 
And then on top of that, she admits that she, there were memory gaps. She was drunk. She was on the floor. She was so drunk, and her she was slurring her speech, and she can't even actually say for a fact that it was Brett Kavanaugh. But she says Brett Kavanaugh took it out, like Elaine said. Oh, yeah. Remember the good old days when you could actually... You could actually do this and say it. Remember, Seinfeld was so edgy. He didn't realize how edgy Seinfeld was. Play, 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 Elaine. He took it out. Well, you can't joke around about that guy. You know what? I can right now because these two women are full of it, it seems. So anyway, I want to hear Ronan Farrow. How did they find this lady? George Stephanopoulos asked that question. Uh, how, did, how did the Democrats find this lady? Listen to this. Why did she come forward? She came forward because Senate Democrats began looking at this claim. She did not flag this for those Democrats. This came to her to the attention of people on the Hill independently. Mm. And it's really cornered her into an awkward position. That's, That's why need. she Boom. took... Yep. The Democrats came looking for her. They wanted another person. She, by the way, is a registered Democrat that says she doesn't hate Trump or anything like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she works for social justice. And uh, and all this other stuff uh, and blah, 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 blah. By the way, the White House released a very good report, a very good release, press release uh, about the accuser, Deborah Ramirez, about this, basically this story, the, the allegations. And they put the highlights again. She was hesitant, first hesitant to speak publicly, partly because her memories contained gaps because she had been drinking at the time of the alleged incident. She acknowledged that there are significant gaps in her memories of the evening. Mm-hmm. She was reluctant to characterize Kavanaugh's role in the alleged incident with certainty in her initial conversations with the New Yorker. I mean, this is a big deal. This is a huge deal. We got to deal with this crap. You know what? Stick with it. You, you got to fight the fight. Democrats will push a lie for as long as it takes to get their way. It's crazy. Now, this isn't new, by the way. I don't think because my wife will be like, oh, my God, this is crazy. The world's going crazy. This happening to Bork. This happening to this happened to Clarence Thomas. It, it, this is not a new thing that they're doing. But hang on, before I go any further, let's go to Becky. Becky, welcome to KNST. Hi, Becky. Hi. How are you this morning? Okay, Becky. What's going on? I am livid. I am a victim, and in over in the seventies. Okay, so I remember details, and for them to bring this up and use this to prevent a qualified person to a judgeship, is raping us who really have been a victim. This is so disgusting. I am so angry. I am so mad. And if they think this is going to stop us, they're going to stop. It's making us more energized. It's making us want to go out and talk to people and, 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 and let them know that this is just crap. The Democratic Party is no longer a party. It's a cartel. They steal, they rape, they murder. They're they're raping a very good man and his family and his integrity and his honesty. They're murdering our our democracy, um, our FBI, the CIA. They're doing such horrible things that it's just, it's making me mad. And I'll tell you what, if the Republican Party doesn't stand up and realize this, they are going to lose and they will never win again. And I'll tell you, there's going to be another person they're going to bring out because they're on a roll and they don't care who they hurt, who they slam. It's just so disgusting. And it makes me angry. It makes me 
just frustrated well, as a victim I, that they're I, doing this. Well, and if you don't mind me asking you questions, and by the way, this is all because the Supreme Court will get back to work a week from today. And the Democrats right. are trying to delay this so they cannot get the fifth conservative on the bench and it'll be five, four votes. That's that's all this is about. And, and we see this. But let me ask you, you said you were and if you don't want to talk, I totally get it. But you said that you were a sex assault victim going back into the 1970s. That's when it happened. Yes. Now, 1974. Did you tell anybody about it? No. Why didn't you tell anybody about it? Because I thought it was my fault. When did you first tell someone about it? Mm, probably not till the 90s. Okay. And what made you finally tell somebody about it? Um, I don't recall the exact cir- circumstances, but it was a really good friend, and we were talking about different topics, and it just came out. Okay. So, so, so that, because one, one of the, th- I'm just curious about this, and I'm sure that there's all kinds of emotions that go through you. Um, mm-hmm. now Ronan Farrow this morning on CNN said that, uh, it's typical for women to only remember sexual assault 30 years later. I don't think so. I mean, just to remember, I mean, you never forgot it, did you? No, I don't forget it. There's certain sounds, feelings I can picture, I can feel, I can remember certain details. There's something, a few I can't, but the face, the sound, how I felt, I remember to this day clearly. And you remember where it happened? Yes, exactly. So when you heard the story about Christine Ford saying that I don't really know how I got home. I'm not really sure where it happened, but I know it happened. What, what went through your mind when you heard that? Because she was the first one of two accusers of Kavanaugh. I can only speak for myself. It was a line of crap. Just like that. I mean, is, is your spidey sense up this entire time about these two women? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It just it angers me because the real women who are victims, as myself was, and then... People aren't going to believe us. This is why people don't talk because of exactly this. Yeah, it's really the it's, lies. It's, it's disgusting. I mean, it's, it is. I can't even. The Democratic cartel is just disgusting, and it's just mind blowing. I can't even begin to comprehend how ugly this is. Well, I really appreciate you sharing this and sharing this experience. And you know, it's the one thing, uh, Becky. Are you? I mean. The media will trot out anybody and everybody, right? They trotted out psychologists to uh, to diagnose Trump without them being doctors, which is so unethical to do, saying that he's crazy, he's this, he's that. But, you know, and I've said this, I said it going back to last week, the one group of people that the media is not trotting out are people that actually are sex assault victims that could say, no, 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 this is not how it works. You don't just forget it and then all of a sudden remember it. 30-something years later because you go to couples therapy with, with, with a psychotherapist. doesn't exactly. work that way, right? No. Well, there are a few cases where people totally don't remember. I get that. But I would say probably majority of us remember certain details that you. it is inevitable in your brain. It never goes away, and it is exactly there the day it happened to the day 40 years, 50 years later. Becky, thank you so much um, as this continues. And hopefully it'll end by Friday. They could vote and get him in there and he'd start work on Monday. 
Um, but, they better. but, but, um, you know, your, your calls are always welcome here. I really do appreciate it, Becky. Thank you so much I, for sharing. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Oh. Bye-bye. 718 now on KNST AM 790. Man, that doesn't happen every day now, does it? You know how hard it must be for someone like Becky to call up and share that experience? You don't want to go through that. It's probably better to repress the feelings, to be honest with you. Why should you go through life having to feel that way? And she's an actual victim, and she sees everything that's going on. And, yeah. Listen, the Democrats will chew you up and spit you out. At some point when this Ford, I mean, her story falls apart and she becomes a disaster on Thursday, they're going to leave her behind. Just like they left those kids from that Florida high, high school where the shooting took place. You know, we use you for as long as we can, and then when you're not needed anymore, we toss you aside. That's what they do. 719, we'll get more of your calls. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I played for you Ronan Farrow saying, again, she came forward because Democrats came out looking for her. They wanted to find another person. Uh, You got to hear what his co-author said about how this story came out. Two conflicting views. Same story, co-authors. How does that make sense? We'll continue. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. Hi, 727. Garrett Lewis with you right here. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Sunny and 94 today. The humidity will let up once the sun comes out. Very cloudy out there right now. It's cloudy driving in. Cloudy everywhere. Cloudy inside, cloudy outside. You know who had clouds? Uh, It was very cloudy for uh, Deborah Ramirez. She said she had gaps in her memories. She's the latest accuser of Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, they went to Yale together. They had a party, she claims, in her freshman year at a dorm. Next thing you know, somebody put out a big, you know, a sex toy that starts with a D. And she claims, even though there's gaps in her memory and she was really drunk, so drunk she was on the floor, slurring her speech and she can't really remember or know if it was Kavanaugh but she claims somehow Kavanaugh took it out and showed it to her shoved it in her face and, and she these pushed Ivy it away school parties I swear yeah they're all 18 year old freshmen but she claims that happened of course not one person was found by the New Yorker that broke the story to confirm it or corroborate it matter of fact there were people that denied it that went to Yale University we were friends with both of them never happened Even her best friend, she said, I was best friends with her at Yale. She never brought this up. It never happened. Never happened. Let's go to Sharon. Sharon, welcome to KNST. Hi, Sharon. Morning, Garrett. Hi. Um, I echo the woman that just called. The woman you just spoke to, I I, I echo it in spades. I'm I'm an actual survivor of my stepfather when I was a child. I remember everything I told my mother. Um, this stuff that's happening is be. There, there are just no words to describe it. Disgusting isn't even. It, 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 it doesn't even begin to describe what's happening. I'm so angry. I don't know what to do. I said all weekend. I know they're going to try it out somebody else. I just know it. Sure enough. And there's literally no evidence to back up anything she said. There's nothing. Now, when There's, people say you have to believe the victim, you have to do it, doesn't matter, doesn't matter, you have to believe the victim. I mean, how do you react? Because you, you are a victim. You don't have to believe the victim. You have to ask the victim first. You have to confront them. You have to ask, you have to ask questions. 
you have to find out a few facts. You have to at least get a consensus of of uh, what happened and when and with who. Have some facts. So nothing, no, nothing is offending and, and allow, you. Allow the man to at least speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went to the police, and there was a hearing, and at least my stepdad was allowed to to say his piece. And and it was your word versus his word, and the local police investigated, and that's how they that that's how it was done, right? That's how it was done. I mean, that's the thing that you know. That's the one group of people that haven't been marched out yet by the media are victims of sexual assault because they would destroy these two women and what they're saying. Well, they would. I mean, I I just I know it's it's a scam. I know that I know what they're up to. I know what the libs are up to. They're desperate. It's their hail mary pass. And you just want Republicans to step up and have some have a backbone. I would like them to. I would like to see them do that. As a victim, yes. For as at least do it for the people who really are victims, because this is not fair. They're just they're just exploiting the Me Too movement. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You think? I mean, here's the thing. I, I guess. You pay attention. You listen to talk radio. I listen to you every morning. Well, thank you. I listen to the whole... I li- I'm, it's on all day through Mark Levin. Well, thank you very much. Oh, uh, yeah, we- and I buy your products, too. I just got to Simply Safe. Oh, well, cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Well, but, I mean, and here's the thing. You get it. If people aren't paying attention, they read a headline, and they somehow think this guy is some kind of a rapist. And that's that's the problem. They just want to put some kind of message out there, and the media... It's like there is collusion between the Dems and the media. Uh, the media keeps pushing what the Dems are saying... And, and that's why people don't like the news. It's, it, it's well, frustrating. Exactly. And, and, and um, uh, oh, God, who is it? Kirsten Gillibrand. I mean, she just totally gives herself away by saying, uh, I'm going to quote it. She says, I believe her because she's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. I believe her because she's telling the truth. You haven't even heard what she's had to say yet. You're right. You know, it's like I mean, me saying, this is yeah. such a phony, this is so contrived, it's just, it's just the biggest pile of BS on the planet. And these, uh, the, the only people that believe it are the Dems and Jeff Flake. I'm hoping that there are more, in our little bubble, we live in our bubble, I hope there are more people like you that, that see through this. I really think there are. Well, I, really I hope so. I hope so. I'm, I'm just screaming it from the rooftop, so whoever will listen. Well, we'll listen, Sharon, and I want to thank you so much for, for uh, sharing your story on the air and, and giving us another perspective. I do appreciate well, it. And by the way, I'm from New York, too. I was born in Queens. Oh, good for you. <laughs> so good. we share a lot, my friend. Yes, you know, we do. I just, and I, I love you. So you know, you know the power of the egg sandwich. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Sharon. A good one. All yes, right, exactly. Thank you. Take thank care. You. Thank I'm you, a- sweetheart. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you so much. We didn't even ask for these kinds of calls, and they're just coming in. And TV is so produced and everything, and they purposefully get these guests. I mean, we could take these calls from victims all show long to gain perspective. Perspective you're not going to get anywhere else. We'll play for you. Get more of your reaction to this, and we'll play for you the soundbite of uh, the co-author of that study, Ronan Farrow's partner, Jane Meyer, how this, she claims she has a different way of how this story was broken by The New Yorker. That's all coming up, 733 on KNST. Here's Fox. All right, 740. Garrett Lewis with you, KNST AM 790. Thanks for hanging out. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, another woman is found by the New Yorker, the Democrats, 
were trying to find another person, and they've manufactured this woman. She went to Yale with Brett Kavanaugh, Deborah Ramirez. She told the New Yorker that he took it out and showed it to her one day. However, she said, I was also really drunk. I have gaps in my memory. I can't even say for sure that it was Brett Kavanaugh that did it, but I'm going to say Brett Kavanaugh did it. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. Second thing, I think you need to know, by the way, Trump said he is going to continue to support Brett Kavanaugh, and they should. Second thing I think you need to know, this Thursday, it's going to be a circus, as if it's not already. Christine Ford and Kavanaugh will testify before a Senate committee. Now, as that's happening, a fourth witness has said, no, Christine Blasey Ford is wrong. Wrong, wrong. Judge Kavanaugh is a witness. He denies these allegations she has made. Patrick P.J. Smith, a former high school uh, classmate, a Kavanaugh, denied going to the party where Ford said, oh, P.J. Smith was there. Nope, he wasn't. Mark Judge, she says, Mark knocked bread, uh, uh, bread off me. Mark says, no, that never happened. Now, lifelong friend Leland Ingham Kaiser has denied the accusations, even though Christine Ford said, Leland can back me up. Nope, Leland's lawyer said, you ready for it? Ms. Leland Kaiser has engaged me in the limited capacity to address your request for information in the email below. Simply put, Ms. Kaiser does not know Mr. Kavanaugh, and she has no recollection of ever being at the party or gathering where he was present, with or without Dr. Ford. Whoops. There's nothing. Third thing I think you need to know is that uh, Yale University produced a report, 22.1 million illegal aliens are in America, they say. It's probably more than that. Remember the media kept saying 11 million? Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Wayne's been waiting a while. Wayne, welcome to KNST. Hello, Wayne. Good morning, Garrett. How are you? All right. What's happening, man? I, I just, uh, this, these last two callers have really struck me, and I just, I just want to support them as much as possible. No, no, man, no man should ever think about perpetuating some of the crimes we're talking about, and no woman should ever have to, have to experience it. It's a particularly, in my view, it's a particularly repugnant abuse of a God-given ability to procreate, and it's disgusting. And mm-hmm. I support them, and, and I, uh, I wish Republicans had as much courage as these women do that have come forward and expressed their stories on your show. That's a great point. Um, you know, one thing that's never been, never passed the smell test to me, and I've hesitated to bring it up because I don't really know enough about the circumstances and, and what goes on, but these last two women have kind of emboldened me a little bit. So... I know that in my life, the women that I know, my mother, my wife, my daughters, um, you know, they can remember 35 years ago when I forgot to put the toilet seat down. Mm-hmm. And so how is it this, this, that the particularly traumatic incidents all of a sudden jump out of their mind when women can remember everything that we men have ever done since the beginning of time? It doesn't make any sense to me. And I just think that the, the liberals taking... Taking this tack, is, is this fabrication, is, is a belittling and a marginalizing of the experiences of real victims. Yep. And, it, and it demonstrates in reality that they don't truly care about anyone or anything except their own power grab. You're right. And that's, that's the most disgusting thing about it. I just, it's, uh, it's, it's particularly disgusting, and I'm just, uh, I'm really moved by what these two ladies said, and, and it's just kind of corroborated my own, in my own mind, my own belief that there's no no way that a circumstance like that just all of a sudden pops into your brain 35 years later and you only remember that it happened. You don't remember any of the details around it. It just doesn't pass. Yeah, it, it does. And not only did she not remember what happened, she can't even say for sure that Brett Kavanaugh is the one that she remembers taking uh, taking his junk out. Well, Yet they want to tar and feather the guy. And the same thing applies to, to Professor Ford. She 
all of a sudden remembers it happened, but all the people that she remembers being there say they weren't there. So which memory is faulty? I mean, it's completely ridiculous. Yep. It, it, there shouldn't even... I think this hearing's going to just... Unless she's the world's greatest actress and, and can just break down and show the emotion at all the right points in the, in the hearings, I, I think this is going to expose the whole thing and it's going to go away. I, I hope so, and then I hope they have the vote on Friday and he goes to work on Monday and we call it a day. And people get more fired up to come out and vote for the right reasons uh, yeah. in, in, in five or six weeks. And, yeah. and then, they, you know, the Democrats just go, my God, I'm embarrassed to be them. Like, what I, I, if Republicans did this stuff, bringing out these people that literally oh, yeah. had no credibility, I'd be like, you're a joke. And we've, we've picked on Republicans for doing stupid things. Yep. And, and I think the liberals are starting to maybe figure out that this is not going to go the way they want it. They're starting to walk things back. I mean, the, the, the liberal times putting, putting a, Putting a story in there that actually makes them makes their own witnesses and their own ideas look bad is kind of incredible. So. But you got to remember, they put that that one paragraph about halfway through, <laughs> halfway through after going through the whole story and then saying none of this can actually be corroborated. It's well, insane. yeah, but they can't they they can't put that at the beginning of the story. The editors would have never allowed it to go. That's the true. Editors, the editors read the first paragraph of the story. Okay, that passes. Let's put it out there. Yeah, because they think people are going to stop after two or three paragraphs, which they probably right, do. Exactly. Oh man, yeah. hey, uh, listen. Thank you for thank you for hanging on. I really appreciate it. Great call. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks, Take care. Bye bye. And what what uh, he's talking about is New York Times had a story came out yesterday about. Ford and about Ramirez, the latest accuser that can't corroborate anything and remember anything. Um, halfway down, it says here in the New York Times story, the Times had interviewed several dozen people over the past week in an attempt to corroborate her story and could find no one with firsthand knowledge. Ms. Ramirez herself, that's the latest accuser, Ms. Ramirez herself contacted former Yale classmates asking if they recalled the incident and told some of them that she could not be certain. Mr. Kavanaugh was the one who exposed himself. So I ask you, where the hell's the story? There is no story. There's nothing. Nothing. Matter of fact, I want you to hear. We played Ronan Farrow. He's the co-author of this New Yorker story. Let's do number five. Jane Myers, the other co-author. Now, Ronan Farrow said when Stephanopoulos asked Farrow, you know, how... When did she come forward? How did this happen? And he said, well, the Democrats were looking for somebody. They were looking for her. They came to her. They came looking for her. They wanted this to be that way. So then Jane Meyer was on the Today Show and was asked, and she had a different take. Listen to this. So the story broke overnight, but um, it dates back 35 years. People remember at the time who were cla a classmate at Yale remembers this. Um, he heard it that night, I think, right after it or the next day. And she didn't come forward with it. What happened was the classmates at Yale were talking to each other about it. They were emailing about it. We've seen the emails back in July um, before Christine Blasey Ford came forward. And eventually, sort of the, the word of it spread. It spread to the Senate. It's it spread to the media. But there's um, nothing there. We at The New Yorker, Ronan Farrell, my, my partner and co-author on the story, reached out to her. And she decided, after giving it really careful consideration for six days, she decided to talk to him about it. And that's, that's how this story came out. It's not, it looks like it's overnight. It actually goes back 35 years, really. Like The New York Times just said, and she's with The New Yorker. She started contacting former classmates at Yale, if they recalled it, told some of them she could not be certain that she would, that Kavanaugh was the one who exposed himself. It's 
So she has a one way that it started, and Farrah has, you know, play the Farrah real quick if people are just tuning in. If you don't mind, number four, yeah. Here's Ronan Farrah with Stephanopoulos this morning. Why did she come forward? She came forward because Senate Democrats began looking at this claim. She did not uh, flag this for those Democrats. This came to her to the attention of people on the Hill independently, and it's really cornered her into an awkward position. Yeah, That's why. There you go. Uh, they were looking for her. That's how it works. 880 KNST 880-5678. There's so much that we need to get to, but but again, if Republicans would have would would do this same stuff, bring these BS stories to delay and screw stuff, we'd get mad at that. We'd get pissed. I'd be pissed. Whenever a Republican says something stupid, we call it out. When Martha McSally said that uh, she's not afraid of libs in Congress because she took on terrorists, but she won't come on this radio show, we call her out. She's not the only one. We say, come on, you got to do better than that. I mean, you can see right through this when Republicans do it. Why can't Democrats do that for them? Because they, they don't eat their own. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's right. All right, we'll get more of your calls. We have much more. We had to talk about Martha McSally, too. Don't go anywhere. There's there's more. You got to hear it. Maisie Hirono, she's a real lunatic. She keeps on talking. The Democratic senator from Hawaii on this. And by the way, you know what the big story was Friday after we got off the air? Friday at lunchtime? Rod Rosenstein. Did he want to wear a wire and do something to try to get rid of the president to prove he's crazy? I mean, and that, by the time Saturday got there, was old news. Can't even really talk about it today. Rosenstein, what's going on? It, it's like it's forgotten about. The news cycle is six minutes. 7.50, we'll continue. Don't go anywhere. It's KNST. So uh, when are we getting our shirts with our names on them? You want a shirt with your name on it? Yeah. Embroidered. I don't want a shirt with my name on it. And I'm not- my face is my name. Well, that's on the back. Oh, that too. <laughs> Uh, that's probably not news. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You may, you may recognize me from national television. Wait, I feel so awful saying that you should at the same time. I feel good about saying that. But anyway, it is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. You dude, it's Monday and things are going crazy already. I mean, things are going crazy. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. This is breaking news. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, the same guy that signed off on FISA warrants to spy on the Trump campaign. I mean, this guy's a swamp monster. Then the story comes out Friday afternoon from the New York Times, where apparently he was saying to Andy McCabe, who's been fired already, he was the number two guy at the FBI, and then he got fired because he's crooked, uh, that he said, what do you want me to do, Andy? Wear a wire and uh, record the president uh, so we can uh, prove to the public that he's crazy and he should be removed? From the uh, the 25th Amendment, we should remove him from office because he's not all there? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. He put out a release, Rod Rosenstein, saying this. I, did, I was talking in jest. It's not really like that, blah, blah, blah. Well, all of a sudden now, Rosenstein is, according to the media, on his way to the White House. Axios is reporting that he already verbally resigned to John Kelly. And... The story is that he did that already because he was, he was uh, I guess he knew he was going to get fired today anyway. So we'll see what happens. Nothing has happened yet. Can it be like The Office? You know, Trump's every, or like all in the, in the, in the open. I'm mean, not The Office, the, uh, the, the Apprentice. You know, Trump is, he'll have like cameras with meetings and everything. I wanted you all to see this right now. <laughs> and he like has Ivanka on one side and Don Jr. on the other. Rod, did you say this? Did you not say this? Rod, you're fired. 
Why am I the only one laughing here? Because it's not the finger, it's the cobra. The co- you're, you're fired. fired. You're fired. You're, there you go. you're fired. You're fi- it doesn't work well on the radio. You're fired. Second thing I think you need to know. Uh, another accuser, the second one, says uh, Brett Kavanaugh is a bad, bad, bad man. This woman, Debbie Ramirez, went to Yale her freshman year with Brett Kavanaugh, and she apparently told the New Yorker he took it out. He showed it to me. She then said, I have a lot of gaps in my memories. I was really drunk at that party. I ended up on the floor, and I'm not really sure if Brett Kavanaugh actually did that, but I'm going to go with it anyway. The New York Times interviewed several dozen people over the past week to corroborate her story. Couldn't find anybody with firsthand knowledge. Times reports Ramirez herself contacted former Yale classmates asking if they recalled the incident, if they recalled it, and told some of them she could not be certain Kavanaugh was the one who exposed himself. And all the witnesses in the story, in the New Yorker, said this didn't happen. They couldn't find one person to say, she's right, I'm a witness. And the other person, Christine Ford, third thing I think you need to know, she's going to testify Thursday with Kavanaugh, and her story is falling apart even more quickly. A fourth witness has denied being at the party saying what she ha- what, what she claims happened happened. First, it's Kavanaugh who says that never happened. Then a guy, P.J. Smith, Patrick Smith, said, nope. She was, he was named as a witness by Ford. Nope, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, that was rejected. Mark Judge, she claims Mark knocked bread off me. Mark's like, no, that never happened. This, this party never, never happened. And then, you ready for this one, her lifelong friend. Her lifelong friend. Leland Ingham Kaiser, a woman, lifelong friend of Christine. Christine said she saw it. Well, this woman put out a statement through her attorney. Ms. Kaiser does not know Mr. Kavanaugh, and she has no recollection of ever being at a party or gathering where he was present with or without Dr. Ford. It's Christine Ford. So four for four. All the witnesses. Nobody's actually saying it actually happened. Three things I think you need to know. And then, again, let this Rosenstein stuff, this is, this is crazy, isn't it? This is called draining the swamp. This is a great thing that's happening. And I love the media is already going to say, Trump did this to get the news off the Kavanaugh stuff. Trump did it. The New York Times came out with the story. Rosenstein, according to Axios, already verbally resigned. Axios. This is what it says. According to a source with direct knowledge, Rosenstein has verbally resigned to Chief of Staff John Kelly in anticipation of being fired. He apparently, according to the New York Times, talked about invoking the 25th Amendment, wearing a wire during Trump meetings from the New York Times' Adam Goldman and Michael S. Schmidt. That's what they reported. Rosenstein denied both allegations, said it was a joke. The New York Times reporter says that we were told by people in the room it was no joke. He was saying that to, again, more swamp creatures. Andy McCabe is one of them. Lisa Page of the Page and Stroke texting team. Yeah, that's another one. They were the lovers. Sounds like a band. Page I know. and Stroke. Page and Stroke test. Yeah. Texting text team. It's terrible, but at the same time, funny. So that's the latest. And, and we don't know anything that's going on yet. The TVs have had their cameras focused on an empty parking lot because that's what TV does. We're waiting for this to happen. We're going to have a countdown on until the guy gets here. All I want is it to be live when Trump gives him the Cobra. You're right. You're fired. Do we not have that, by the way? You're fired? Yeah, we have to have that somewhere. Rod? You're fired. I'm going to keep D. Snyder on instead of you, Rod. You're fired. <laughs> we'll keep the lane Joe Rivers instead because that's he's another winner. Hey, Joe right? Rivers is awesome. All right. So he anyway, awesome. 
Um, we have right. had calls throughout the morning from women who are sex assault victims because if you think about it, the only kind of people, the only group of people the media has not marched out yet in front of the cameras are actual sex assault victims. Because what do you have? You have Christine Ford who says 36 years. 36 years ago this happened. I didn't remember it at all until a few years ago. Didn't tell anybody about it. Nothing like that. And then this other one who literally says in the story, I'm not joking, this Debbie Ramirez, that she was so drunk at this party, she was on the floor, she was slurring her speech. She was so drunk. She told the New Yorker she became inebriated, on the floor, foggy and slurring her words. She admitted and acknowledged in the New Yorker, there are significant gaps in her memories of the evening. Her memories contain gaps because she'd been drinking at the time of the alleged incident. But she was given a former democratically elected attorney general uh, in the, in, from Boulder in Colorado as her attorney. And he coached her through six days of, uh, I guess, this is what you say. And she feels better now. She's like, yeah, I feel confident in my recollections, even though I was hammered on the floor, slurring my speech, all that stuff. Uh, all the people at the party, according to The New Yorker, deny it ever happened. She says it happened. Woman that she was, uh, there's another woman in this story. Quote, this is a woman I was best friends with, meaning of Ramirez. We shared intimate details of our lives. And I was never told this story by her or by anyone else. It never came up. I didn't see it. I never heard of it happening. That was another lady who was there at Yale with her. They were best friends at the time. She never heard of it. So she says this Debbie Ramirez is not telling the truth. But we've had women call up telling their stories, and they're so brave. Let's start off with Kathy. Kathy, welcome to KNST. Hello, Kathy. Hey, good morning. Thanks for all the good work you're doing. Um, I just wanted to give you one more take on how some of us have handled, you know, using sexual assault, but rape. Mm. And um, I've, I went to school with, and all my best friends were men. I've worked with men all my life. And you learn early how to quickly defer or, or um, let them know right away that you're not interested. Well, twice it didn't happen. But I'm telling you what, I am no victim. These men took nothing from me. And these weak-willed, wussy women who are just doing it for politics just make me ill. So I just need you to know that there's a whole other uh, set of attitude out there. Um, and this grandma remembers what happened, but I'm telling you, it did not affect my life one little bit. Because you didn't want to be a victim. You, would, no. you, you didn't want them to have the power. They had no power. They had no power. They took advantage of this body. They did nothing to me. Man, you're strong. Well, and we need to be strong, and yeah. these women think they're strong. And the, the, the whole um, marshmallow, tender feelings, uh, millennial pinhead attitude that seems to prevail today is something else that just turns my stomach. I hear you. So you, let me just go back. So you were a victim of this, or not a victim. I take that back. I apologize. But th- Thank this, you very ha- much. This, this happened to you. <laughs> this happened to you. And, oh, and you remember, I mean, so you remember everything that happened, where it happened, when it happened, all that stuff. Oh, even, even the times when people tried it at parties when I was drinking, I can remember how I was able to get out of the situation. But yes, these two times were, um, oh I was God. overpowered. One of them was actually a, um, a championship wrestler. I, I lost. 
<laughs> oh my god! Did you ever tell anybody? Oh yes, oh yes. And back then, this is back. Uh, that one was in the seventies. The second one was in the um, early eighties, and um, nobody cared. Man. So, what was your reaction when when the story came out about Christine Ford? Not remembering any of this until she went to a psychotherapy session 32 years, 30 years later, 30 years or 32 years later, whatever it was. No, she's, she's an absolute pawn of the, um, the leftists. I don't even want to call them liberals. You know, hug a liberal, resist a leftist. But uh, <laughs> this, this woman is being um, absolutely manipulated and used. And I feel sorry for her in one way. And in another way, she's in a field where she knows better. So she is, oh, for lack of a better term, guilty of collusion to try to bring this very good man down. Isn't it insane? So you you suffered through this. This happened to you. And then you see this lady come on, and there's not one person that can corroborate this story. I mean, is there anybody that could corroborate what happened to you? Oh, yes. But that's, that's you know, it's been so long ago now. Just uh, let that sleeping dog lie. It's just, it's over. And the, and the men who affected me, they're not happy. And I'm very happy you are you are so strong and but i mean look at these and you look at these stories you look at this this other one ramirez who again admits that she was so drunk she's not even sure that kavanaugh is the one that she claims took it out i mean this is it this is again all all accusations with actually no evidence and the media is running with it as if it were true it's disgusting Um, and there's again somebody earlier said that word just isn't strong enough it's just revolting how dare they? Yeah. They do not know where they live and the freedoms we have and the um, the blessings that we have here. Knock it off. I wish Republicans were smart enough to contact people like you and these other women if you guys were willing to come forward and say, we actually had this happen to us, and this is what really happened, and it's unlike anything that these two women claim. I would I would be delighted if somebody cared, but again, we're into the politics of it. Yeah. I think it just won't make a difference at this point. Man, except for all of us to get our friends out to vote. That yeah. is the big deal. This one counts. I mean, again, if Republicans tried this garbage with these random stories with no actual facts to back them up, we would say, get you know, it just makes you look bad. Like nobody's going to oh, take does. you seriously. It's there. And I, I wonder if there are Democrats. They've got to be Democrats that might not like Trump or anything else. But they see these stories and they go, geez, this is the best they can do to try to stop this guy. This is the no, best. And, and so many of my Democrat friends, and I'm, I work in and around higher education a lot. They don't know my politics, mm. but um, they're also just sickened by how low it's become. They are, huh? Yeah. Well, that's encouraging. Yeah. I'm glad that's there. Well, listen, uh, Kathy, you are awesome. Please stay in touch. Please pipe in with whatever you want that is on your mind. You are one strong person, and I thank you so much for listening and sharing. My pleasure. Take Good luck to you. Thank you. Take care. Again, we'll get to more of your calls about this. Um, these are incredible calls today. I mean, if you missed any part of the show, Ryan's going to put the entire show up, and it really is. It really is incredible. It'll be at my iHeart channel, iHeartRadio.com, or the iHeartRadio app. Search Garrett Lewis. It'll be up there by about, what, 10, 30, 11 o'clock today? Uh, again, this is, this is what's, what's crazy is that this is all delay. Supreme Court starts hearing cases a week from this morning. And the Democrats just are doing anything they can to stop the fifth conservative from getting on the bench so it'll be a 5-4 advantage. This is how pathetic they are. When you're elected president, the people have spoken. They have consequences. The Senate is not there 
to stop someone. They advise and consent. They talk to the the the, the Supreme Court uh, Supreme Court justice nominee. They ask questions. They find out about the background. But just because you disagree with politics doesn't mean doesn't mean that they should do all this. Sotomayor and Kagan were nominated and confirmed when Obama was in the White House, and a lot of Republicans voted for them. They didn't agree with their politics, but they were qualified to be a justice. This guy's qualified to be a justice, but the politics has taken over and the Democrats are going nuts. We'll continue. Don't go anywhere. 823 KNSTAM 792 sounds most stimulating. Talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. 829, thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating. Talk sunny 94 today. The humidity will go away as the day progresses. The sun will burn through it. Burn through you, humidity. I am not a weather guy. I just play one on the radio. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Nobody knows what the heck is going on, by the way, with this whole Rod Rosenstein thing. All we know is he's going to the White House. He might go there and just say... um, he expects to be fired. Maybe Trump will show him mercy. Maybe he won't. We don't know what's going on. Will this, you know, maybe Trump realizes he can't fire him because it'll screw up the whole Mueller investigation. I don't know. I don't know. But if he quits on his own, does that help things along? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe that'll be used against him also. Trump can also say, I'm not accepting your resignation. Uh, Sessions handed in his resignation. Trump didn't accept it. Long, 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 long time ago. Long time ago. So we don't know what the heck's going on there, but we'll see. Hang on. Peggy's been hanging on. Peggy, welcome to KNST. Hello. Thank you. Good morning, Garrett. Hi, hi Peggy. I would like to speak to, uh, there's been a lot of um, uh, talk about this memory loss. Uh, it is possible to lose your memory. Uh, I was uh, uh, raped. I'm a survivor. I was 25. And in less than a year, uh, that completely dropped out of my mind. I guess it went into a little box and went deep inside me. Okay. And was completely gone for seven years. Seven years I was being treated for bulimia. And this came out during that treatment. Uh, if I had not had that treatment, I don't know well, how long it would have stayed. Wow. And, and I'm sure that it is possible that it could uh, could be a very long time, but uh, something would trigger it, hopefully, at some point, and it would come out. Um, however, it did bother me. I was, I guess, not as strong as Kathy, but I, it did bother me. It changed my life and the way I approached things. It didn't inhibit me from, uh, you know, going to work and living my life, but it did, there were, I did things differently. Oh, I can only imagine. I can only imagine how you would take different precautions if you got out of a car in a parking lot and that kind of stuff. And Yeah, exactly. I'm extremely careful about putting myself in a situation uh, where I might not uh, be safe. Uh, also, um, as far as the being able to remember things, I, I believe that there are some times when women uh, remember things in bits and pieces. It doesn't all come back to them. 
Uh, however, when it came back to me, it was like a bomb. I remember that was 45 years ago, and I can tell you every detail. I can tell you what I said. I can tell you what the smell of the room was like. Uh, I can tell you every single possible detail. I can remember the next morning taking a bath and what that felt like and what my brain felt like and how I was so traumatized that I didn't even know what to do next. And this was back in the 70s, and unless people lived back then or even into the 80s, women, you didn't go to the police. Women, it was believed then that it was the woman's fault, that it was the way she dressed, if she flirted. Uh, it just, it, it, it's, that's the way it went. If I ever got to trial, uh, it was the rape victim that was on trial, mm. not the perpetrator. Let me ask you this, and this is incredible, and I know this is hard for you, and I really appreciate you you sharing this. Now, when, when you, know, you describe what happened the next day and everything else, if you had the chance to tell people about what your attacker did, what the rapist did, would you not, and, and do it in front of the entire country or authorities or anything else, would you jump at the chance to do it? Under my circumstances? Uh, well, I don't know that I would do it in front of the country unless there was a a very, very compelling need to do that. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so what I'm saying that basically is that uh, this this woman who claims that Kavanaugh was on top of her and groped her and uh, may, things may have gotten worse if it wasn't for Mark Judge knocking him off, even though Judge denies this has ever happened, um, she claims that this happened. Do you find it weird that she comes out and says publicly this stuff happened and then she wouldn't just say, this guy is such a jerk, I want to let everybody know about him, and instead she through her lawyer, was negotiating certain tactics and everything and delaying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Uh, First of all, I'd like to say that any woman who believes that she's been raped should definitely report it, and it should be believed until the evidence shows otherwise. Uh, I don't believe this woman... Uh, 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 on Judge Kavanaugh, and if it was something as important as this uh, Kavanaugh... uh, uh, Nomination. Right. Uh, If it was something that important, uh, I would certainly talk with people and decide whether I wanted to come forward. Uh, But this woman, uh, I believe this is extremely political, uh, the fact that she won't testify uh, is telling. Well, she will now. It's going to happen on Thursday. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen between now and Thursday? She might change her mind again. Well, yeah. And, and again, this is all about I the Supreme Court starting one day. What? I, I believe that something did happen to her. However, she has no memory of any of it except it was Brett Kavanaugh. 
and everyone else that she has named that was wherever she was uh, has denied it Mm -hmm. under penalty of felony. So it's, uh, no, at this point, the evidence does not tell me that uh, she is either flat out lying about this or something did happen. And it was somebody and, else. And it, she blacked out or, and, yes. Peggy, thank you so much for sharing. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, it's strong. It's strong that, that you ladies are able to do this. Very strong. I can't thank you enough. And I thank you for your perspective. We'll continue. We went a little bit late there, but we had to give Peggy her time. It was an incredible story. 837, more coming up. It's KNST. 844, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. We've had some really powerful calls. Uh, and that's a little bit late, but just hang with me. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, there were original reports that Rod Rosenstein resigned. Then there were reports that he didn't resign, but he's going to get fired. We don't know what's going to happen. But Deputy AG Rod Rosenstein is on his way to the White House after that bombshell story in the New York Times, where he he apparently said, what do you want me to do? Where I'll wear a wire and we could... We could uh, record the president to prove that he's crazy and he should be removed through the 25th Amendment. Uh, He denied it, but he's still going to the White House. What is happening here? Second thing that I think you need to know, a second accuser has come out uh, against Brett Kavanaugh. Her name is Debbie Ramirez. She went to Yale with him. Uh, The thing they have in common is that nobody's backing up her story. There are people that went to Yale with both of them that have denied this ever happened denied four Yale grads that were friends with both of these people, Kavanaugh Ramirez, said with confidence this episode never occurred. They would have seen it. They would have heard about it. They didn't. Didn't happen. She even told the New York Times, uh, yeah, I was so drunk, I may, I'm not certain that Brett was the one that exposed himself. And the Times interviewed several dozen people over the past week to try to corroborate this story. They couldn't find anybody with firsthand knowledge. Third thing I think you need to know, the other lady, Christine Ford, Professor Ford, uh, a fourth person, a fourth witness has denied her story. This time it was her friend, really, her close friend, who is a female, Leland Ingham Kaiser, used to be married to Bob Beckel. She doesn't know, her lawyer said she doesn't know Mr. Kavanaugh. She has no recollection of ever being at a party or gathering where he was present with or without Dr. Ford. So it's four people that she claims know about this situation with Kavanaugh, and all four have said, nope, don't know about it. Three things I think you need to know. Let's go to Pat. It's been a long time. Pat, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi, Garrett. Good morning. Hi, Pat. Thanks for the great program as usual. Thank you for listening. I don't know if you've heard about a woman named Emily Linden. No. Uh, she is a columnist on, in Teen Vogue for a column called The Unslut Project. Oh. She's the founder of it. Okay. Yeah, that gives you an idea of who she is. She put out a series of tweets yesterday or the day before. The first one says, here's an unpopular opinion. I'm actually not at all concerned about innocent men losing their jobs over false sexual assault harassment allegations. And I'm thinking about your Mm -hmm. two handsome sons, my four handsome sons, and three wonderful handsome grandsons. Now, she goes on in her tweets. I think I know what you're saying. Yep. And I I heard of this. I've heard of this. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry if some innocent men's reputations have to take a hit in the process of undoing the patriarchy. That is a price I am absolutely willing to pay. And it just burns me and gets me so upset that 
they they can so easily discard not only women like you've had on your show that were actually victims that may not be believed now because of these women coming up and, and clearly being political, and then the men whose lives, it's not just a price, and she's not paying any price. The men's lives are ruined. We all know about the Duke lacrosse team. Mm-hmm. You know that their, their coach also lost his job over the whole false allegation. You can have your viewers, or you can look up Army Colonel David Will Riggins. A woman came out and accused him again of a 30-, 40-year-old uh, rape that supposedly happened at West Point. And this man was supposed to be come a brigadier general, and his whole career was ruined, and he had to resign from the Army. When the Army did an investigation after ruining his career, they said, oh, there's no evidence. And then, thankfully, he sued her, and she has had to pay, or supposedly is going to have to pay him millions of dollars for defamation and, and for ruining his career, but his life is ruined. What about you men out there that could be falsely accused? You know, the very first instance of this is one of your ancestors, Jacob's 11th son named Joseph in Potiphar's house in the book of Genesis. Do you know that story? No, enlighten me. Okay, that story is he had been sold into slavery by his brothers who were uh, jealous of him with his multicolored coat. Remember that story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? The, the, uh, now that you remind me of this, I actually heard a bit of this. Uh, and my young yes. Kapoor service last week. That's right. Exactly. They were going to kill him, and instead they now, sold him. Yes. When he was in Potiphar's wife, mm-hmm. Potiphar's house, his wife had the quote-unquote, you know what, for him, wanted yep. to have him lay with her. Yep. When he refused, That's because right. he was a man of biblical principles mm-hmm. and, and, and feared God, she accused him of rape. That's right. And he ended up in the dungeon for three years. Yep. So it goes back... We women can tell when these other women are manipulating and they are lying. And believe me, as a mother, I was furious during the Anita Hill because uh, Howard Metzenbaum, one of the senators, actually said to Anita Hill, I have four daughters and I would hate for this to happen to them. And I yelled at the TV even then. And I said, Mm -hmm. I have three sons. Now I have four, wonderful son-in-law. I have three sons, and I wouldn't want this to happen to any of them. So let's not forget the innocent male victims that get falsely accused by vindictive, lying, manipulative women. You know what sucks is that you can say that. If I say that, I'm a jerk guy. Oh, that's the way society okay. Well, is nowadays. I'll say it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> thank I, I, you, Gary. Th- thank you, Pat. Thank you. This is a great call. Hope you will. Be well, okay? Take care. Thank you very much. Uh, I do remember that story. Yeah, um, he was running the, he was basically in charge of the entire house, and the wife had the hots for him, and that's what happened. Anyway, um, yeah, this goes back a long, long, long time, and I'm glad that that uh, Pat brought up Clarence Thomas. Again, I told you this earlier, and I'll tell you it again. This is not new, but for people, the history of the world happens the day they were born. They don't remember what they had last week for breakfast. I get it. Right, I forget it. Oh, we had a call about that, so I'll get to that. But this is not new. This happened to Bork. This happened to Clarence Thomas. I'm sure it happened to people I didn't even remember 50, 60, 70 years ago, 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago. Who the hell knows? 
And I do remember this. When, when Herman came in a call, Herman Cain ran for president. Remember that in 2012? And out of nowhere, women just came out uh, out of nowhere and accused him of sexual assault and all this other stuff. They never backed it up. When he eventually dropped out of the presidential race, those women were never heard from again. That's why when Trump was accused a million times during the campaign, and he never backed down, those women were never, ever, ever heard from again. Remember that? All those random women were like, where, where are they getting this from? What's going on? We'll get more of your reaction. We might have to do the Martha McSally thing tomorrow. There's so much we need to get to. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Man, it's been a crazy day. Uh, morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. 908, it's Monday. And it's your Morning Ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. What a Monday. What a Monday. Three things I think you need to know. Now we don't know if Rod Rosenstein, because the reports are coming out in a ridiculously fast fashion. We don't know if he's resigning. We don't know what's going on. We're not sure. Trump's not at the White House. But apparently Rod Rosenstein is going to the White House. He's already, according to one report, gave a verbal, a verbal resignation to John Kelly. This is all about the story in the New York Times where apparently he was going to wear a wire and try to get Trump out. We don't know what's going on with this. He thinks he's going to get fired. And I had a buddy of mine send me a text that makes a lot of sense. To be clear, Rod Rosenstein is resigning just before the FISA warrant that he signed is declassified. Remember Trump said he's going to declassify the uh, some of the FISA documents about the spying on him for the Russian dossier? Again, Rosenstein's the swamp. I mean, he's a jerk. Don't feel bad for this guy. So he's getting out right before this whole thing happens. Maybe maybe that story was a way for him to get out. Who knows? But right now, we're just waiting for him to get to the White House. Keep it at KNST all day long for the latest. Second thing I think you need to know, uh, Debbie Ramirez went to Yale University with Brett Kavanaugh, and she's the latest, according to The New Yorker. The latest to say that he did bad things uh, can we get Elaine, please? Elaine. Um, Elaine actually uh, kind of summarizes what she claims Brett Kavanaugh did. Here we go. He took it out. What? What? That's what she claims. But she also told the New Yorker, I was really drunk at this party. I was so drunk, I was on the floor. I was slurring my speech. So I have a lot of gaps in my memory about what happened. I just really don't know. Four people that were friends with both Kavanaugh and her deny it ever happened. They say it would never happen that way. Brett never would have done that. Her best friend said we were best friends. She never told me about this. New York Times said they interviewed several dozen people over the past week to corroborate her story. They couldn't find anyone with firsthand knowledge. Ramirez even contacted, it says here in the Times, contacted former Yale classmates asking if they recalled the incident and told them some, and told some of them she couldn't be certain Kavanaugh was the one who exposed himself. Why are we believing her now? I'm just curious about that. But what is, why? Third thing I think you need to know, Christine Ford, the other accuser, is going to testify Thursday along with Kavanaugh as of now. But her story's falling apart even more. Another, another witness that she says saw it all says it didn't happen. This was a female. This is a female. Leland Ingham Kaiser. Used to be married to Bob Beckel, Democrat strategist, Bob Beckel. Leland Ingham Kaiser said through her attorney, simply put, Ms. Kaiser does not know Mr. Kavanaugh. 
She has no recollection of ever being at a party or gathering where he was present with or without Dr. Ford. So that means this lady, Mark Judge, Patrick Smith, and Brett Kavanaugh, all witnesses, according to Christine Ford, all deny what she is saying. They all say it's not true. Three things I think you need to know. Man, there's a lot of stuff to go over there, isn't there? I thought my friend's tweet was pretty, pretty spot on, by the way. I'm sorry, my friend's text was pretty spot on. About going back to the Rosenstein thing real fast. Now, Rosenstein... What is it, a week now? A little over a week after Trump said that he's going to declassify the Russia documents? All these warrants that were signed by Rod Rosenstein. By Andy McCabe. Well, not Andy, Andy McCabe was part of the FBI that was good looking into this. Rosenstein signed off on these FISA warrants. He is the swamp. And all of a sudden, maybe he's nervous and maybe that's why he's resigning. Maybe it has nothing to do with this story, right? Note into the story from the New York Times that said that he was he brought up the idea of uh, in a meeting with FBI officials, including Andy McCabe, by the way, who let Hillary get off without a slap on the wrists. New York Times reported that at a meeting with FBI officials, Rod Rosenstein floated the idea of recording, wearing a wire, recording Trump in a meeting without Trump's knowledge to expose the chaos consuming the administration. Hmm. They wanted to do that to then bring the recordings to Chief of Staff John Kelly and Attorney General Jeff Sessions to invoke the 25th Amendment. Apparently, according to the New York Times report, Rosenstein Rosenstein became fixated with the idea of having the president removed after being very frustrated with the White House's handling of James Comey's firing. Rosenstein reportedly told people that were close he would one day be vindicated for being ordered to draft the memo justifying Comey's ouster. Man. How about that? Who was at the meeting? The Times says Rosenstein's remarks were detailed in a series of memos compiled by multiple FBI officials, including former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, a claim that an attorney for him denies. Michael R. Bromwich, a member of McCabe's legal team, told the paper his client has no knowledge of how any member of the media obtained those memos. Huh. A Justice Department spokesperson conceded Rosenstein did discuss secretly taping the president, but presented an anonymous source who told the Times he did so in a sarcastic manner. Sarcastic manner. Is this a big setup? Is this a setup to where all of a sudden, if Trump does fire him or Rosenstein does quit, it's going to just basically give more fuel to the the Mueller probe? Maybe there's nothing to the Mueller probe, and they're like, listen, man, you got to take one for the team, right? you got to take one for the team. And you have to, uh, you know, quit, because we got to just make it look like Trump's time to gum up the works again, and that's what we have to do, and blah, blah, blah. Maybe. Or maybe this guy's getting out right before all of a sudden it comes out that this guy signed off on this this FISA warrant based on that fake Russian dossier that was paid for by Hillary and the DNC to the tune of nine and a half million bucks, and they lied about it. Washington Post national reporter, by the way, uh, Robert Costa, reported over the weekend Trump wouldn't fire Rosenstein over the report. Quote, POTUS has told several people on Friday and Saturday that he's not going to fire the deputy AG and is suspicious of anything that even... 
tangentially uh, involves McCabe, according to three advisors familiar with the ongoing discussions. Maybe, and I'm just throwing this out there. Maybe Trump isn't going to fire him. He doesn't think the New York Times is real. I mean, if Trump fired him, then he'd have to say the New York Times is actually not fake news, right? It's a real story. You know, he'd never want to do that. Um, maybe he Trump's smart and he realizes, he realizes if I get rid of him, it's just going to make people think I want to end this Mueller investigation and they must be onto something and they really have nothing. Maybe the Democrats are calling the media and telling uh, Rosenstein, hey, just get to the White House. Who knows what the hell's going to happen? Just just walk there. We're going to make a scene because these two women that are going after Kavanaugh are so freaking weak and they're being exposed that we got to create a distraction. We need something else to take over the, the news stories because this New Yorker story isn't good. Nobody in this New Yorker story for this this woman that went to Yale, this Deborah Ramirez went to Yale with with Kavanaugh, Nobody is is confirming and corroborating her story. I mean, she's admitting she was freaking drunk at the party. And the New York Times reporting she can't even say for sure that it was Brett that took it out. So maybe it's a distraction. There's a lot to go with here, isn't there? This is Monday, and it's all freaking politics. I had other stories I wanted to talk about, too, that weren't political. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Man, there's just it's a lot happening here. Let's start with Larry. Welcome to KNST. Hey, Larry. Good morning. How are you doing? A quick question, and then I'll get off the re- uh, phone and let you answer. Okay. If he does try to resign, what if Trump... Declines his resignation, lets him stay on, doesn't fire him, pissing off the Democrats. <laughs> and then all the information comes out, like you're saying, and then he has to get fired there. What if that all just blows up in their face? Wait, 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 wait. When, he has, when does he have to get fired? Well, if. if oh, well, when, off, when the FISA comes out, the FISA warrant. If he's trying to resign to get out before he uh. gets in trouble for everything. And, and Trump says, no, I'm, I don't want you to quit. I wanna, I'm going to support you which the Democrats don't want him to do. They want him to fire him because it helps their cause. And then all the information comes out that he really is as bad as we all think he is. Trump comes out looking good. I think you're, I think you're 100% right, and that's why I think Trump plays uh, 4D chess while they're playing Connect Four. I think, you're, I think that's a, it's a great call. Yeah, if Trump says, no, no, I don't accept your resignation, stay on the job, because in about a week and a half, maybe two, who knows... Whenever, the, whenever everything, and thank you for the phone call, whenever everything comes out about the FISA warrants, I'm not going to have to fire you because you're going to quit on your own, and then I'll accept it. But I don't want you to quit without uh, the, the biggest reason to be known, which is you signed off on a FISA warrant based on no evidence just to try to keep me from winning the White House. That would be classic Trump, wouldn't it? Classic Trump. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Oh, man, there's a lot of stuff going on today, isn't there? Let's go to Merrill. Merrill, welcome to KNST. What's up, Merrill? 
Meryl? Oh. I know Meryl, too. He's a good dude. He had a really good thought process on this. What how, was it? On how it's going on. How Rosenstein assigned Mueller to do the Russia investigation and he maybe did. possibly cover up something for Hillary uh, with the whole uh, dossier thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it, go, it may go all the way up to, to uh, Barack, Barack Obama. Obama. Yep, yep. You don't think that he was in on this whole plan? Because, well, listen, they wanted to spy on Trump to get some kind of dirt to just make it that much easier. They knew Hillary was a flawed candidate. Why would Obama get involved? Let me explain. Obama wanted his legacy to keep going, okay? He wanted the regulations to stay. He wanted he wanted the Paris Climate Treaty. He wanted us in there. He wanted all this stuff to happen. He wanted Obamacare to live on. Thanks, John McCain. He wanted that stuff. He also knew Hillary was a not like he's not likable. She's not a likable person. And she wasn't doing a good job campaigning. So what they do, all right, you know what? Let's just spy on Trump. We'll get something that's crazy that he says. Let's make up something that we can get a warrant and spy on him. Let's just do it. Because once Hillary wins, nobody's ever going to find out about this. Nobody's ever going to find out that we use this BS thing to get a warrant to spy on Trump. Nobody's going to care. Hillary's going to be in the White House. They're not going to demand it. We're going to have the same deep state people in there, the same bureaucrats, and we're going to call it a day. They were never counting on Trump to win. I like what uh, the last caller said. Getting Trump to make sure that... uh, Getting Trump to make sure that Rosenstein stays on the job. You never know. Maybe, look, apparently um, whenever he gets to the White House, maybe he gets there and he does quit. Who knows? This is all we can do is speculate at this point, okay? If he quits, does he get all of his uh, retirement and all that stuff? I don't know. It's too early. I don't know how long he's been working there. Probably. They always do, right? Hmm. I don't. That's why I can't quit. (laughs) You'll get nothing. We're iHeartMedia. You get nothing when you do work. All right. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, we have to, uh, we got to hear, oh, there was a Democrat that actually admitted why they keep putting out these women that claim that Kavanaugh, they claim that Kavanaugh sexually assaulted them or raped them or attempted rape or whatever. We'll get to that. And then, yes, is the media actually, the mainstream media actually saying that this this New Yorker story is a bunch of garbage? It, again, this is why the you look. This stuff came out what last night, and people speculating throughout the morning. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out if nobody corroborates her story. How can you believe it and say that it's true? And that's why people don't like the media and they don't trust the media. They have no faith in the media because anybody with common sense says, "Wait, she was hammered, and she's admitting to people she doesn't know if it was Kavanaugh that actually took it out." Why are we even talking about this? But the media acts as if it is true. And and they go with it as if it's true and as if this guy is like a sex predator. Um, it's, it's the media. There's a bunch of morons, man. And I'm in this damn business. So I don't believe anything you see on cable TV unless I'm on there saying it. You. <laughs> 922. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shut Nine twenty-eight, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM seven ninety, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. It's going to be sunny ninety-four today. Man, there's a lot of stuff going on. Ah, uh, got a lot of things in the hopper. A lot of things in the hopper. That's all I can say. You know, just 
People are frustrated, and I get it. You're probably frustrated, because just think of this. Ready? The media. The media acted as if Hillary didn't do anything wrong with the whitewashing of the emails, all the emails on the unsecured server. She had to sign that she understood the dangers and the threats out there uh, as Secretary of State, and she had to have all of her emails, everything, every top secret classified stuff had to be on secured servers, everything. She signed off on that. She was actually just like every, every cabinet official um, trained by FBI agents on that. And she had to sign. I understand what you're saying, blah, 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 blah. All that happened. We had to watch James Comey go through a 15 minute explanation of how she did a lot of things that were bad and then no charges brought against her. And the media is like, well, there you go. And the media is like, well, not a problem. And yet we have these Two women floating out these random charges with no actual evidence to back up what they're saying. And the media saying that this guy, Brett Kavanaugh, is a giant sex predator that should not be on the Supreme Court. That's one of the reasons why we're frustrated as hell. You know what I'm saying? But that's why Trump was elected, because we're over this stuff. Seriously. I, this just the friend in the New Yorker article, four Yale grads. One of the one of the women added, "This is a woman I was best friends with. We shared intimate details of our lives. She went to both weddings of Ramirez and Kavanaugh. Went to their weddings." She said, "And I was never told this by her, this story by her or anyone else. It never came up. I didn't see it. Never heard of it happening." Maisie Hirono. We have time to play Maisie real quick. And we'll get more. Maisie Hirono. Uh, Number eight. Was on some podcast. I don't even know what the hell it was. Democratic senator from Hawaii. You want to know, again, why this is happening? Because Supreme Court goes back to work on Monday, a week from today. And the Democrats just don't want a fifth conservative on there to make it a 5-4 court. So they're doing everything they can to delay this so he can't be on there. And Hirono hinted at that. Here we go. I think we've had those kinds of vacancies before, and, and we certainly had uh, over a one-year vacancy with Merrick Garland. Yeah. So the world does not come to an end because mm. we don't fill all of the nominees. But as I said, my hope is that if Kavanaugh does not get confirmed, that uh, uh, there will be much more of a meeting of the minds and that uh, we'll be able to get back to a, a, an advice and consent process. Mm-hmm. So we have that. And we'll get more to her. Why she's against Kavanaugh getting there? It hasn't. It's all about ideology, and it's not supposed to be into finding out if somebody could be on the Supreme Court. You're never going to agree with their ideology if they're the opposite party, but you have to find out if they are qualified. And Kagan and Sotomayor are qualified, and so is Kavanaugh. I'll explain coming back. Plus, the mainstream media going after this New Yorker report. That's all happening right now on uh, KNST. Here, they called dozens of people to corroborate this. They couldn't find anybody that had any firsthand knowledge of it. Third thing I think you need to know, Christine Ford, the other accuser, is going to be testifying Thursday along with Kavanaugh. And she had another witness that she said, yep, another witness saw it. Well, this other witness denies it again. This is the fourth witness. First is Kavanaugh. He denies it. Then there was Patrick Smith, known PJ. PJ, they were classmate, high school classmate of Kavanaugh. He said, no, I was named as a, as a witness by this lady. I never saw it. Then Mark Judge. She says, Mark knocked bread off me when he was on top of me, groping me. He said, that never happened. Now, lifelong friend of Christine's, Leland Ingham Kaiser, has denied the accusations. 
Her lawyer said, Ms. Kaiser doesn't know Mr. Kavanaugh. She has no recollection of ever being at a party or gathering where he was present with or without Dr. Ford. Damn, all four witnesses. Some of them friends of hers. Denied the party ever actually happened. That's damn powerful, isn't it? What attorney would actually go to court? Yep, let's go with this. Let's make it happen. Let's bring the charge. None! Maybe Stormy's lawyer, because he's a sleazeball. Three things I think you need to know. So, it's true, though. He is a sleazeball. That's a fact. You can't deny that. Um, so, we got to get to uh, Maisie Hirono. But before we get to Maisie Hirono, throw me up over there if you don't mind. On CBS's early morning show, they talked to Jane Meyer, the co-author of this story from The New Yorker. It was her and Ronan Farrell. And they have different stories of how this story came about, by the way. Ronan Farrell says Democrats were looking for someone. She said that she was contacted by this lady. Hmm. Okay. So anyway, um, listen to what happened on the morning show over at CBS when they were grilling this lady with some questions about the story and the the corroborating witness and stuff like that. Listen to this. Here we go. The corroborating witness, which you says has all the details, including Kavanaugh's name. Where did that witness come from and where did that witness get the uh, uh, information about this from if, she, if that person doesn't know Ramirez? Uh, he remembers it from from he was in the same dorm, same same little building on Yale's old campus, and he mm. remembers it clearly. I asked him, you know, of course we're going to be it? very careful. No, as I've said, no, he, he heard it. it from someone who was there, oh. and um, as oh. I've said, um, we interviewed him, and I said to him, "Are you sure that it was Brett Kavanaugh?" He said, "I am a hundred percent sure." But he, as you admit, um, he was not so, at the party. Jane, let me ask. Did he, did he see it? No, he wasn't there. But he's 100% sure he took it out, but he wasn't there. Does that make sense? Like, would you go to trial? Somebody's like, listen, Ryan stole Garrett's bottle of booze. Well, did you witness that? No, I wasn't at the party, but I heard it from somebody else. Would that hold up in court? If you knew me, yes. Yeah, probably for that. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that's 100%. I mean, jeez. You're corroborating witness. Were they there? No. So what can they corroborate? <laughs> I need this. And they witnessed what? Uh, well, they heard. I heard. I heard it from someone. So hearing something secondhand, thirdhand, fourthhand is now actual witness material. I guess it is. I guess it is. That's witness material right there. It's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Remember that Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I heard it from my sisters. It was uh, uh that what when he was in class. Yeah, the vampire. Dying. Remember what Christy Swanson? Yeah. Yes. What? Man, that was her. Wasn't it Christy Swanson? Yeah. She was the vampire chick. Yes. Right? And she's a hardcore uh, righty now. Um, Christy Swanson in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. My sister's brother's girlfriend's ex this, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's, that's exactly what happened. Uh, as a matter of fact, Adams, listen, listen, here. listen. Adam Lee. Here. Adamowski. Adamson. Here. Adler. Adler. Here. Anderson. Anderson. Here. Bueller. 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 Oh, I love it, Ben Stein. Um, he's sick. 
My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. That's like the same corroborating, that's a corroborating witness right there. Nowadays, Christy Swanson, that actress, could actually be used by the Democrats to try to keep Kavanaugh off the bench. That's what I'm feeling right about now. And by the way, and I got a story about this. And I meant to bring this up too. So all these, all these members of Congress are outraged about this guy, even though he has done nothing wrong, nothing that you could prove, nothing wrong, right? Nothing. These same members of Congress, they don't show any outrage about uh, their fund, right? Remember, they have a personal slush fund. They created this in Congress. If they get in trouble for sex assault, physical assault, verbal assault, they have a slush fund of our money that they use to pay off these, these staffers that work for them. And they use our money to pay lawyers to defend them. And it never gets brought out of the public. That's what Congress has. That's an example, Raul Grijalva. He paid forty-eight grand to a staffer that said he was abusive and he showed up drunk a lot to work and all this other stuff. Paid her forty-eight grand to go away. And they make them sign non-disclosures. When John Conyers, feeling up chicks, paying them off. Remember that? He, former congressman out there in Michigan. All that. Well, this is... They're not outraged by their colleagues doing this. Remember we have this, the, the Cokie Roberts, Cokie Roberts soundbite? Yes. When she said everybody knew that he was a big perv. We, you know what? Let's, let me get that one. Cokie Roberts. By the way, the, uh, the secondhand information is called hearsay, which is not admissible in court. I was corrected on that. How do they know? You know what? I think everything's, That's hearsay. I think everything's, hearsay. Yeah, everything's admissible now. Don't you understand that? Well. So you know what? Everybody knew that John Conyers was a perv. We Play Cokie Roberts talking about this at the time. Here we go. The fact that people are willing to be public can change things. I mean, we all talked about for years. A little bit at a time. Well, you know, don't get in the elevator with him. You know, and the whole, <laughs> oh, every female in the press corps knew that, right? Don't get in the elevator with him. Now people are saying it out loud. And I think that does make it. That is a change. Well, my, and so, okay. So don't they all knew. The yeah, don't get in the elevator with that oh, guy. God. Something bad's going to happen. So they all knew that, but nobody in Congress said anything bad. About John Conyers. But Brett Kavanaugh, he's the sex devil. That's what it is. Keith, yeah. Keith Ellison with his girlfriend and the abuse that she, she provided documentation. Ah, nothing, nothing there. It's nothing, nothing. Here it is, number seven. Um, oh, no, number six. Maisie Hirano on, I think, CNN over the weekend. Democratic Senator Maisie Hirano. Why is Kavanaugh guilty? Because of his political ideology. Listen to this. Here we so go. four people said to be at the party, four described, have denied knowledge of the incident. Brett Kavanaugh, obviously. Mark mm-hmm. Judge, who she says was in the room. P.J. Smith. And even Ford's longtime friend, Leland Kaiser. So there hasn't been a law enforcement investigation, but mm. there are these statements from the four people she remembers being there who don't remember the incident or don't even remember being at the party in question, according to her friend, Leland Kaiser, who says she believes her, yes. but doesn't have any memory of it. Yes. Doesn't Kavanaugh have the same presumption of innocence as anyone else in America? I put his denial in the context of everything that context. I know about him in terms of how he approaches his cases. Oh. As I said, his credibility is already very questionable in mm. my mind and in the minds of a lot of uh, my fellow Judiciary Committee members, the, the uh, Democrats. So he comes and, you know, when I say that he's very outcome driven, he has an ideological agenda, it's very outcome driven, and I can sit here and talk to you about some of the cases that, that exemplifies his, in, in my view, 
inability to mm. be fair mm. in the cases that come before and this is a person that is going to be sitting on our Supreme Court making mm. decisions that will impact a women's reproductive choice he has a he very much is against women's reproductive choice which is why he obviously rapes women I believe him I mean I believe her and I think he's guilty because he's against abortion that's what it comes down to that is the great Great thought process by that Democratic Senator Maisie Hirono, who I can't stress to you how insane she is. She is. I mean, should we play the sound bites of her when she was asking then CIA Director John Brennan, not about ISIS, but about, you know, are you basically being as diverse as you can in the CIA? Are you being as environmentally friendly as you can? 953. That's this is what we're dealing with. Uh we'll continue. Don't go anywhere. It is KNST.